Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, March 2nd. <laughs> Happy March 2nd. Yeah, I'm not. So whenever I go live in the morning, I'm like, going live, everybody be quiet, no talking. And then as soon as I click the button, Gabby's like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just moving no. stuff around the table. <laughs> I pulled my notebook towards me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking gorilla. <laughs> I didn't bang on anything. Oops, and now I kicked the garbage can over. <laughs> trying to run a show here, Gab. Oh, a little clumsy this morning. Uh, well, that's why we got the you know these 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 fancy microphones with fancy stabilizer arms, so that uh, it doesn't matter really, unless of course like I bang my coffee on my table, but I got a pretty heavy duty coffee cup, so it doesn't really bother too much. How's there? How, <clears throat> How's everyone doing this morning? Oh, man. Joining on the conversation live on the Podbean app. Yeah. 6 a.m. every morning, Monday to Friday. Join the Real Estate Investing Conversation. Click that call-in button. Call and ask your questions. Be the first because nobody else does. Um, <laughs> join one, the chat. Join the chat. Join the chat. Um, yeah, you guys, you don't need like our permission to say, like, hey, call in now. You can call in like anytime while we're live. Yeah. You got a question? Just call us. For sure. As long as you're not changing the subject. If we're like deep in 20 minutes into a conversation, you're like, hey, where do you get your windows? <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, but I mean, we do ask people to call in. So I think, I think calling in at the beginning is probably best. Yeah. Um, Give us your topic. Yeah, exactly. Spend an hour on it. Maybe. <laughs> But definitely call in. Um, definitely join in live. Join in in the chat. Because um, if you join in, you have an opportunity to win um, some pretty cool prizes. Um, like our buddy Robin yesterday, who won February's top fan of the month and won a free month of mentorship. Yeah, he did. So I'm waiting on uh, Robin's email there. He's going to send me a big email. Oh, I he sent it. it. He sent it? I, yeah. My emails. I turned my email off. I haven't night. read it, but I saw time. it pop up. I'm going to be reading that this morning, setting up our first call. Pretty excited about that. Uh, what else we got going on? We got a ton of upcoming events. <clears throat> Wait, a, a ton. Um, <laughs> well, like 300% more than what we normally do. <laughs> we have our um, flip open house, first of three. Yeah, we've got a big meetup at, um, at our new flip. Um, as Gabby said, first of three. Um, right now we are in the demolition stage. Yeah. Demo stage, starting to put back together stage and completion stage. So if you want to see the stages of a flip, get your, get your booty onto Eventbrite. I don't have it up here, but I will get you that link. Um, if you guys, uh, I'll get you that show in the show notes after the show's over. Sounds good. Um, you can sign up for that. Um, or you can find us on Eventbrite, <clears throat> Prairie Home Investments. Yeah, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, we announced that yesterday to, you know, our, our close coaching clients and mentees. Um, there's still some spots left that thing. Anytime we do a meetup, it fills up super fast. So, um, make sure you get on there. I mean, if you want to, I'd probably do it right now. Um, it's probably going to fill up by noon today. Um, yeah. So it, that, I think the demolition stage is always the most, um, valuable yeah because i mean the the end the the final one with the final product is always fun and exciting to see yeah but are you really learning anything mm -hmm. it just looks like any other flip you know but i think it's the one where you start demolishing everything and you start looking behind the walls and you start seeing the things that people were hiding in their houses. Everybody said, oh, wow, that house looks really great. What are you going to do to it? Until you start tearing down the walls and seeing <laughs> what's behind the walls. Um, well, and I think I said this before, but like also keep in mind that like even just pictures 
hide the state of a property. Like when I got in there for the first time, I was actually pretty shocked at kind of like how crappy everything was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wow, this looked way better in the pictures. Yeah. 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 Well, and you get the furniture out and yeah. Who was I talking to about this recently? I can't remember what platform I was talking about it. But <laughs> this is my life these days. Is it coaching client? I can't is, remember who you talked to. Is it? Is it, you know, with you? Is it on the podcast? Is it, uh, is it on Barry's uh, Facebook Live? So I, I never remember where I talk about it, whether it was on the show and I'm being repetitive. But <clears throat> um, some people, when they see a listing, they will, they'll choose not to go to the listing because, oh, it just looks really nice. They're not going to, they're not going to want to, I'm not going to be able to negotiate with that seller. Get a deal, yeah. I'm not going to be able to get a deal. So they won't leave the house to go see it because they just feel like it's not, it's not in crappy enough this condition. This isn't ugly enough, yeah. And then I personally, and I've heard so many times from people that I work with, they'll think that exact same thing and they'll go down there and it smells terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Because the person's been smoking in it for decades or he's like cats and dogs for decades never changed out the carpet Mm -hmm. you it's the smell the smell is what what draws a lot of people away or pushes a lot of people away and why that thing's been sitting on the market for a hundred days it's not the price well the price is as well they're stubborn but it's the smell that you can use um to negotiate yeah this one didn't smell no it didn't but it was rough around the edges it wasn't the nice house that you saw in the pictures yeah we we this one had some water damage that we're finding right now. Yeah. Um, which is totally fine. It's yeah. just open up the wall and fix it, replace it, done. Um, doesn't cost much more than what we were planning on spending. Yeah. You kind of always assume that there's something that needs to be fixed. Yeah. Um, Josh asked if it's in the roof. No, it's in the, um, the showers. showers. Yeah. Showers. Um, both the showers have had water damage. Um, just one that we found uh, the other day or yesterday was uh, we pulled the tiles back from the the stand up shower in the ensuite, and uh, it never they never adhered. They uh, tiled onto like backboard or something. I, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember Whatever. exactly the We're details. We're like, okay, cool, I'll fix it. <laughs> that that was exactly it. They said, hey, this didn't you know these tiles never adhered to the previous wall, and because of that, the water got in behind, and there's a lot of water damage. Probably need to. It's pretty bad in there, so we probably need to replace some two by fours and whatnot. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, we'll get it done. I'm like, I know. <laughs> that's that's the the beauty of having a good business and and people that you can trust is that yeah you know they send you some pictures and then you're like, all right, and I trust that you know how to fix it. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, so yeah, the open house is on March 13th. Which I is don't, a yeah, I don't want to tell you everything. I mean, come on, come on on the 13th. Yeah, I'll come, tell check, you more. come check it out. <laughs> so yeah, that's March 13th. It's a Sunday. <clears throat> uh, the the property is up in St. Albert. So it might be a little bit of a trek for some of you, but it'll be worth it. I was just I was just checking to see while I was talking to see if uh, Zakaya was on this morning because we partnered with Zakaya on this project and he's not up so he must have had a really hard day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, normally he's on in the mornings, but uh, yeah, Zakaya is hands on in this project. He uh, he's partnered with us. Um, let's get some experience and and uh, I mean this is this is the project to learn on. <laughs> Um, so I'm yeah, if you've never done a flip before, it is so beneficial to be on the tools, learning like what, what goes into it and mm-hmm. what trades are coming through and what they're doing. And just to see, like, I remember early on, um, we renovated a townhouse from top to bottom on our own. I did a lot. I did most of the work on my own. Um, we ended up hiring in someone towards the end with some of the like finishing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that experience, even though it was like a long time ago, it was hugely beneficial when we got back into flipping now for me to, you know, remember tearing out a kitchen and redoing, having to like fix some of the plumbing and like doing all that kind of stuff. Like you really see yeah. once you tear things apart, just like what is required. Yeah. And yeah. So if, for somebody who wants to get into flipping, that's like primo. Absolutely. Such a good opportunity. 
Uh, Josh says you have more of an appreciation for what goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. And what can go wrong, right? <clears throat> yeah. It's like, yeah. The, the, the surprises that you don't always think about. You just think, okay, yeah, we're going to have to do a new kitchen. It's going to cost this much. We're going to have to do a new bathroom. We're going to cost yeah. maybe five grand. Okay. Okay. But when you find the surprises, that's where the extra money gets sunk into it. You mm. got to be aware of those things that can pop up. Well, speaking of extra money, I mean, uh, one thing we never really accounted for was was the ceilings. Um, especially when you're getting into a 2,000 square foot house, it, it kind of sneaks up on you because, um, you know, do you paint the popcorn or do you scrape it? Um, do some drywall work on the, on the ceiling and then paint it again. It's... Uh, it's expensive. Yeah. The labor involved with that. And we're this is kind of where we're sitting right now. And um we ended up deciding to to paint the popcorn instead, just to kind of keep costs down. But even that's gonna cost us mm -hmm. um a couple grand between, you know, renting the machine and getting the paint and, and the labor involved in it with spraying it. It's it's uh there's quite a bit that need to be, needs to be sprayed and and that's overhead work, right? Yeah. I mean you can get someone to roll it, but yeah, just get the sprayer. Um so that was one of the first things that we needed to, one of the first big major decisions we need to make this, this week, because that there is holding up a lot of other things. Um, thankfully we were able to get someone who, who can work over the evenings. Yeah. Um, so he started last night and he's going to be finishing up tonight. Um, that way not everybody has to be masked up in the house, but, uh, yeah, that was one right there. And then that, that's plain, that's in plain sight. Yeah. No walls need to be taken down to, uh, to see that one. But uh, this is this is this is the first thing that we we did not plan for the budget that 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 we had to add, and uh, I hope that there isn't more. But we found a few other things yesterday, actually, um, which we can talk about in a minute. Um, I just wanted to cover a couple other things that we have coming up because <clears throat> I went way off topic. But um, next cabin retreat, uh, a lot of people have been asking about that. Um, our next real estate investing cabin retreat is coming up at the end of this month april 1st through 3rd um that's in alberta beach if you're interested uh, send us a message i haven't added in um the link yet most of the seats are taken um so if you're seriously interested um i would highly recommend just reaching out to us personally just send us an email at info at reimorningshow.com um by the time we create the 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 page to sign up the spots are going to be full. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sold. Most, most of the next events are, are sold out. Yeah. Um, from time to time we do get someone who cancels because of just um, schedule conflicts and that kind of stuff, personal things. So normally we'll reach out to the people that are on the list, but uh, this, this cabin treats, it's, it's hot. Um, <laughs> well, everybody wants to go now because uh, they're seeing all the, you yeah. know, what, what's happening and they're seeing, you know, the levels of success <laughs> that other people are having and, and um yeah, it's 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 turning into quite the thing. So, which is great because I love, I love doing it. I love seeing the impact it's having. Yeah. I love that other people are starting to realize that you do need a plan. Yeah. Um, it's not about the next course. Yeah. It's about it's coming up with a solid plan and being yeah. intentional. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing a huge, huge change, big impact. Um, with the people that uh, that are attending so mm -hmm. um, and hey you know what if you've been to a, a cabin retreat and you're on today live um, why don't you say something in the comments says, let us know in the chat let me know how it's affected you and and uh, and how it's changed your way that you look at real estate investing um, and while you're doing that the last thing that we have coming up is this Friday so we announced our new fa uh, new Facebook group as well Yes, the Real Estate Investing Masters group. Yes. Um, so we are going to be doing our first live trading session on Friday at 7 p.m. It's yeah. going to be every Friday at 7 p.m. Yeah. Um, this week is why we invest in real estate. Yes. Yeah. I think it's uh, – I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. This is this one's a good one to start with. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said yesterday, you don't just really want to like jump into like some strange topic. You got to yeah, start somewhere that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to start with why we invest in real estate. Um, and I think there's, even though it's, it might be pretty straightforward. I think there's, you're going to catch a couple nuggets in there about maybe how to explain it to other people for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
when you're having a conversation, when someone asks you why you're doing it. Yeah, definitely. You know, you might be able to catch a line or two in there that might be beneficial for when someone approaches you about it, investing in real estate. Hey, hey, girl, I saw you're investing in real estate. What's going on with that? What's up with that? You still at, uh, you still at your job? You know, if you have a really strong, really good story that you tell, then uh, that's that's what's going to get people hooked on on, on what you're doing. Yeah. Grab their attention, and then you know, throw them into that list of you know potential prospects. So that's uh, Friday at seven p.m. Before I go back into the flip, did everybody get paid yesterday? Rent. Wah, wah. I what? feel like every single. What? I feel like every single month over the last several months, we have one person who hasn't paid. <laughs> Which is not normal. Like normally we, we've we been really good at getting all of our rent I like ahead of time. see a pattern. I notice patterns. Ever since we started doing this live show, <laughs> rent hasn't been paid on time. What up with that? We got a notification. Um a hundred hours of live show since we started going live every morning. One hundred hours. That's cool. Yeah, we uh, we just crossed it last week, I think. So that's that's pretty exciting. So that means what, like three and oh no, because just five days a week. So yeah, four months or so. Yeah, something like that. Cool. We're pretty pot committed now. I think we're sticking around. I think yeah. we're staying. <laughs> um, Unless you guys don't leave reviews on iTunes. Then we're out. Hey, I saw the I saw the reviews on iTunes. <laughs> they came through. Yeah, they came through. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Hey, do a couple more. Yeah. Go if you to, still haven't, go do it. <laughs> go to iTunes. Look up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Subscribe. Right oh, um, Jeremy says uh, that yes, he did get paid. All it took was a court order. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Hey. Hey. However, however, it needs to happen, right? Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I got a, I got a good story actually, as well about that. Do tell. I have to think about it. <clears throat> oh, okay. When are you going to think about it? <laughs> I'm just writing down some notes right now. Um, I'm trying to remember back to how it all played out. Um, I heard a story about someone, and I'm just trying to think if I'm giving up any personal information before I start telling it, and I'm not. Um, I got a message. Uh, from someone who was saying that their tenants just moved in on the 25th, which was last Friday. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry, I just had to clear my throat there. Yeah, I had uh, someone to reach out to me and say that they had a, a tenant who just moved in. They let him move in early. Okay. Um, they let him move in on the 25th instead of, uh, the first. No, wait a second. So that would have been last, it's not last Friday. It is last Friday. Okay. So last Friday, uh, they let him move in early instead of Tuesday and didn't charge them. Okay. So when, when someone moves in early, Gab, yep. what do they normally pay? Uh, so what I do, if I let them move in early without charging them for that bit of the month that they're in there, um, before they move in, they pay... Um, okay, I'm just trying to think of what month we're in. So they pay, if they moved in February 25th, before they moved in, they would pay March rent, they would pay their security deposit, um, and then any other, like if there was an unfundable pet fee or whatever. So I, so they would have prepaid everything as if it was the first. You can, are you allowed to ask that they pay March rent early? Yes. Interesting. I always take first month's rent when they sign their lease. <clears throat> always. And if they were to move in two weeks early? Yep. And you weren't charging them for February? Yep. Same thing. Interesting. Yeah. I'd never really been involved in that. So I just assumed that. Always. When they sign their lease, first month's rent is due. Before they get the keys, security deposit due. I know he's listening right now. He listens to the show. Mm -hmm. He doesn't listen live though. I know he's listening. And uh, I did not know that. <clears throat> now, I mean, you can't ask for rent early. But if if you if someone wants to move in early, that's that's your rule. That's yes. your, that's, that's the Gabby, the Gabby rule. Oh, well, talk to, also talk to any sophisticated real estate investor. You always collect first month's rent instead of security deposit when yeah. they sign the lease. Because if they back out before they move in, 
Yes. If they've given you a security deposit, they haven't yeah. done any damage. They don't owe you anything. They right. haven't even moved in. So you can't keep it. You have to give it back. Right. But if, if you've collected that money towards first month's rent, then if they don't move in, they've already paid rent. That's when you're signing the lease. Yes. Okay. So but that's always before the first, though. So you always collect first month's rent at the right. signing of the lease, which is before the first of the month. Right. When they move in. And when they moved in, you know, you, you ask for the security deposit before you get the yeah, keys. Yeah, before I give them the keys, they have to send it oh, over. Okay. So if they want to send that early when they send the lease as well, that's fine. But before I hand over the keys to them, they have to pay everything that is owed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, this gentleman did not get the rent. Mm -hmm. got the security deposit mm -hmm. yeah and um so they moved in on friday mm -hmm. and then on monday was it monday 28th let's just see here let me make sure i got my facts straight yeah monday monday which is the day before the first the yeah. first which is uh, when rent is due <clears throat> the night before they say hey just want to let you know sorry i'm gonna be four hundred dollars short on my rent <laughs> ouch yeah that's not a good start to a tenancy. not a great start <laughs> um to be honest yeah when i was reading that message i didn't realize the first was the following day so when i was when i was messaging them back uh, I didn't realize that. This is someone that I'm working with. So mm. um, I wouldn't normally give advice to someone who just reaches out to me through text. Um, I tell them to join the morning show and ask, ask asking the question in the morning <laughs> um, if you can wait 12 hours. Um, but for for a mentee, um, I'll answer that right away. And I, I honestly, I guess I must, I must have been, he messaged me in the evening, so I must have been tired. Oh, yeah, that was the day after the cabin retreat. That's why. Um, <laughs> but... He was asking, you know, should I, what about the eviction notice? Can I give an eviction notice? And I said, nope, you have to wait until the second. Yep. Because they haven't. They haven't until the end of the day on the first. They haven't been, they're yep. not late on rent yet. Not technically. So you have to wait until tomorrow and the following day before now the rate of the rent has not been received. And then you can serve a 14 day eviction notice. Mm -hmm. Now. What they said was they're going to be short $400, but um, they're going to have it paid by the 11th. Whew. That's just, that's a crappy one. Yeah. Um, instantly red flags and, 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 and beacons are going off because I feel like this person knows what they're doing. Um, but they just moved, you know what I mean? They just moved in they they should have known that rent is going to be due in four days yeah they should have really had their expenses together <laughs> right yeah and so you know this 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 gentleman that i'm working with he has to wait until today yeah to serve an eviction notice and it's gonna have it pretty much has to be a 14 day eviction yeah. notice. yeah but what i would do is i would i would serve that today whatever they get paid up on the 11th <clears throat> next month probably going to be late and at that point i would just file directly with rtdrs and get them out that was that was what my advice was and i, I yeah. want to go a little deeper into the, the the reasons for that in the process because um the 14 day eviction notice is going to be served today and they're going to pay in nine days from now yeah right and so they could pay within 14 days as long as they pay within that 14 day period he has to cancel his 14 day eviction notice mm-hmm Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. He can't continue with the eviction. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people would ask, well, I've heard you say before that why don't you just go directly to the RTDRS? Don't file, you know, don't serve them the 14 day eviction notice. Yeah. Just go directly to the RTDRS. Well, here's the problem. They just moved in five days ago. I don't, even though you, you do not have to serve a 14 day eviction notice, the circumstances in which you can file directly with the RTDRS are supposed to be, what's the word? If you can show a history of. A history of it or extreme yeah. circumstances. Yeah. Not necessarily unpaid rent, but like, you know, someone is being um, assaulted someone you know it's there's there's it's this is well that's extreme. for immediate eviction 
that's for that's if you can file immediate eviction. Um, otherwise, it's mostly like if you're just going straight to RTDRS, it's when they've shown a history of something. So a history of paying late, right. a history of, you know, like those types of things. So when they show repeatedly that they're not going to do what they're supposed to do, that's when you can go directly. So you RTDRS. need to show some history. You need to show yeah. some evidence. That and as far is- as I'm concerned, two months in and two months late, that's that's not going anywhere good. I think definitely yeah. you would be able to file directly and get them out. No problem. So I guess what we're trying to say is that this, um, this investor needs to pretty much just take it. Yeah. Um, now what I said was that, and and maybe you can, I'm going to, I'm going to almost incriminate myself as giving bad advice, but um, I told him not to accept the the partial rent because when you accept partial rent, you're accepting it as, you're accepting it. Yeah, now you've said that te- a lot to me, but I don't, I don't know that to okay, be true. Okay, so maybe I know something that you don't, um, and and maybe I'm going to need some people to hop in here, some Alberta landlords, investors, to kind of correct me on this. Um, and maybe I heard some advice from someone that that wasn't. True. I think you did. Yeah. Oh shoot! Hey, we're all learning. Okay, <laughs> we're all learning. But I heard, and uh, this is from good sources, that by accepting rent you've now you've accepted it essentially that you're okay with it and you how am i trying to word this by accepting partial rent you are accepting it i can't i need a better word than accept <laughs> help me out here god throw me a lifeline you're the one debating me yeah i'm not helping you <laughs> um and it makes it harder for justification when you're going to the rtrs in a hearing no. Say, well, you accepted it. No. Can you see or how it, it seems? Yes. Seems I'm, silly. Now I'm tr- well, it's six in the morning. Throw- <laughs> because uh, the lease says it's fifteen hundred, and you've only paid eleven hundred. Yeah, I accepted your eleven hundred. You're still short four. I'm wondering if I'm I'm confused or I'm confusing it with mistaking it with another scenario where it's it's there's something else unpaid within the maybe it's maybe like at the end of a uh, at the end of a lease something something I'm, I don't know someone's gonna someone's gonna correct me here yeah well you need to get back on the phone with your mentee and tell him to take the damn money <laughs> <laughs> yeah what <laughs> I don't know I'm just trying to remember exactly what it was yeah um, I feel like I'm I'm 90 sure that I'm correct but there's something there. Well, you'll have to do some research and come back tomorrow with some uh, proof. Yeah. No, um, I don't I don't know that to be true. Wayne, you have said that to me um, a couple times over the years, but I haven't been able to ever find anything. I, and I've been through the Act several times. I've been through the um, – there's because there's both the Alberta Act as well as the Landlord-Tenant Organization or whatever, Alberta. And, yeah, I haven't ever seen anything like that. But – yeah, I think that. It's a, oh, it's a, here we go. Ryan has a little comment here. You're thinking of the end of the lease. Tenant won't move out, and if you accept rent, it goes to month to month. That's that's probably what I'm mixing it up with. Yeah, because if you accept if the or, second you accept even a portion of a rent, they flip their they flip their lease in there. Yes, and you know what? I I feel like I I still I remember a specific conversation where someone told me this, mm-hmm. um, and this is a reputable person, which I'm not going to name on the show, but someone told me never accept partial. late partial late rent, and. And here's a great example of why you should never trust people. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, unless you can read the the You have to yeah, you have to find it within the act. I need reference material because I listened to one person who I thought was a trustworthy person. Hey, you know what? If I say something, you know, call me out on it. Ask mm-hmm. me for reference material. Don't yeah. just take my word for it, even though ninety nine point five percent of the time I'm correct. But even I sometimes I listen to people who I think I trust. Yeah. Um, who I think I can trust, and they tell me things that are completely untrue um, because they heard it from someone else. Never, ever, ever ask for help on the internet. Yes. <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram. And if you do get the help, make sure you ask for reference material because this is your business. You're making decisions for your business. And if they're not correct or they're not, you know, to, to code or, or you know, to the act, yeah. you're putting yourself in jeopardy. Yeah. And even looking as silly as I do today. (laughs) 
Um, someone I don't know who this is. Their name on on the app is Power J. Do you know who that is? I don't. But okay. um, so they say that um, they the way that they do it is they require April rent on March fifteenth as an example. So within the lease, they uh, state that rent is due two weeks before the month begins, which is interesting. I don't know that I've ever heard somebody do that. I don't know that I would do that either. Um, not for any like it's not right or anything like that, but I just think it's an extra barrier of, um, you know, we talk about making things easy and making them make sense so that we're not putting up barriers for tenants. And mm -hmm. I just think that that's something that's out of the norm that, um, you know. Hey, but if it's working for you, that's, yeah, that's absolutely, good. Absolutely. I'd love to hear more about that. And I'd also love to know what the J stands for. <laughs> power jump. Juice. Power, power juice. juice. <laughs> I'm going to call him juice. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Jesus, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And Power Jesus, where uh, whereabouts are you? Are you uh, in Alberta? Are you in Canada? The U.S.? Yeah. Let us know. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, have to look into to, to local landlord-tenant laws. Uh, we're personally in Alberta, Canada, so um, I'm curious. Maybe there's there's always differences between um canada and the u.s and province to province state to state so i have to look into that to see if it's acceptable first first thing i thought about was that you know you can't demand ask for rent early um rent is due on the first yeah. typically I, i'm sure there's there's a line within the residential tenancies act that says that 99.9 percent .9 certain i can't say for certain anything anymore i've been proven yeah. wrong <laughs> um the act Power Jay, the Act. There's a, there's a Residential Tenancies Act that uh, governs. Yeah, we're in Alberta, um, Canada, and we have the Alberta Residential Tenancies Act, and so we have rules that we need to abide by, and they tell us when we can accept <clears throat> things and when we can't, and how to do it. Um, Jeremy says if he accepts the money without asking for the remainder, and it happens again, he could be establishing a pattern of acceptable practices for court. It can set a precedent against you. Requesting for the remainder immediately can counter this. Interesting. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's always precedents. Um, <laughs> it's, it's never, yeah. That's why it's, it's always best just to, to, to follow the rules of the act and stick with the system and, and um, don't deviate. Um, but all in all, there's not much that this, um, this investor can do other than, you know just wait for Sir, know, serve the eviction, serve the eviction notice yeah. which is oh man who knows he, he has i to would do it. do it he has to do it regardless yeah i would do it because you want if if this is how it's starting i would absolutely do it i would also send a very firm email stating that this is not acceptable this is not how i run my business and this won't be tolerated rent is due on the first i don't collect remaining rent on the 11th and like really set authority right now yeah that's that's what it's that's the because whole, i don't whole time all i'm thinking about is is your authority position of authority we talk about this a lot on the yeah. show because i at this point i don't care if they're late on if they're late on the first of the month i don't want them to stay anyways so i'm setting my authority if that if that means that they're going to be like don't not want to stay or like cause whatever grief mm -hmm. i don't care i want them out anyways yeah so I would, I would take a financial hit. I would take whatever. I would just get them out. Otherwise, you're going to have one hell of a year. Yeah. And so if what happens if they leave within the 14 days of eviction? Then you got to fill your suite again. <laughs> but you, you've, so let's say you, you send the eviction notice on the 2nd and they leave on the 10th. You. How much do they owe? If you evict somebody. You have to pay them back the rent for the 20 days. How, sorry, how many days are in uh, March? Uh, oh, it's one of the big the big ones, right? 31. So it's 31. I'm sorry, I'm just counting my knuckles. Just one second, everyone. Um, yeah, January, when you evict February, somebody, March. they only owe what they've been in the suite for. That's Sweet. the problem with evictions. But again, like I said, I take a financial hit to, to get them out. Let's pull up a calculator. I'm curious here. So let's say rent is uh, $1,500. Okay. And uh, they're short 400. So they've received 11. Okay. And 
Okay, so they received 1100. They've stayed 10 days. Um, and they left. So you owe them back the other 21 days. So 21 out of 30 days, 31 days. How do I do this math again? Is 67% of the rent. So they are owed 67.7% of the rent. Okay. Multiply 0.677 times. Did you take into consideration that they hadn't paid the full rent? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't. You take 67.7% of the rent, multiply it by the 1500. No. Oh, God. (laughs) What am I doing here? Shit. I don't know. I wasn't following along with you. I was thinking about something. Oh, no, I'm doing it right. Times the 1500 means that you owe them 1015. What was your rent? 1500. And so they've already, they've, oh, they yeah. only, okay. Oh, no, I'm doing it this the wrong way. I'm doing this. I got to do it the opposite way. Okay. <laughs> 10 days divided by 31 means that you're owed 32% times your 1500. You are owed $483. Okay. So they've given you 1100. Yeah. You have to give them $616 back. Yeah. So it's um, it's uh, it's shitty uh, because they don't owe you anything after the day they leave, other than any cleaning charges. So, um, you know, you can you, but you would deduct that from the the security deposit if they owed anything for cleaning or for damages within the Mm -hmm. the fifteen days or whatever that they were there because they moved in early. Um. It's not a great situation to be in because you know what you're you're trying to you're trying to mitigate your losses. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's just why is, you put it, things in place like collecting the first month's rent before they move in. Like if yeah. you're giving them if you're letting them move in early, that doesn't mean that that you let them move in without without paying mm-hmm. rent. Like, and if you set rules, stick with them. Don't deviate because. This is this is the, like this this whole time you can hear it in my in my voice in my tone. I'm trying to find another way to resolve this, but the the thing is, as Jeremy said, you're 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 basically telling them that you will allow it, and it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And then if you let it slide this time, they're going to try it on you again in the future. Mm-hmm. And then will you stay mm-hmm. firm that mm-hmm. time? I yeah. mean, in your mind, you've already done it once. I mean, heck I did it once might as well do it again mm-hmm. what's the difference what's the difference between this time and six months from now mm-hmm. eventually you're gonna have to pull that band-aid off they've moved in and within literally on the first payment they didn't make it five days later yeah this is this unless they had a really good excuse and and to be honest I've got a call with this gentleman today um I'm curious to hear what the excuse was but mind you I mean anybody can say anything yeah, give you any excuse. Can put together a really good excuse. I mean, to, the 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 untrue ones are typically the better ones, right? Yeah. Then, you know, maybe my check was a little short this week or my, my employer, you know, forgot to add in my overtime or something like that. I thought it was supposed to be here on Friday, but it didn't. Legitimate, right? I mean, we've all had paychecks. I, I haven't had one in a while, but we've all had paychecks where, you know, you get it and you open up, you know, the, the, the envelope and you're like, oh shit, I was supposed to get overtime. And then you go and you talk to payroll and they're like, oh yeah, we'll get it on your next paycheck. And you're like, I had to come up with a security deposit and rent. I got rent due on Tuesday. What, like, how am I supposed to? Yeah, but hopefully they're not banking on overtime to be able to make rent. <laughs> but, but Gab, so, so, so I'm going to give you an example here. I'm like, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one because this person just moved out of their suite. Okay. Yeah. Waiting for this. They moved out of their that. previous rental. And how many days does, does a landlord have to give you a statement of account? 10. 10 days. And that doesn't mean returning security deposit. That means telling you what's going to be owed or. And when do does a security deposit need to be given back? Within 30 days. Within 30 days. So this person might not have a damage deposit because their landlord is doing exactly what we do. Yeah. There's $30 worth of charges that for whatever, we had to replace a doorbell. We try and get the damage back, deposit oh, back. Oh, yeah. As, we move quickly. Sorry, security can. deposit back. As Sometimes as our cleaner isn't available for a week or two. Sometimes, yeah. Stuff happens with us, but we have that right as, you know, as yeah. sophisticated landlords. 
that we hold it to make sure that we're taking care of those things need to be taken care of. This tenant on the other end, he's got $30 worth of charges for like, a, you know, a light fixture they broke in a doorbell and they're waiting on their money. And so they didn't have it. So they're like, oh, it's okay. I had some extra uh, overtime um, from coming up in this paycheck. So I'll be able to pay my damage deposit because they probably have rent, mm-hmm. but no, not many people have rent and damage deposit yeah savings right they're normally yeah. paycheck to paycheck no, i remember when we were renting that was a big deal to come up with both of those yeah yeah so this person probably has you know their rents but they use that as the da- the security deposit and then they're like okay but i got a little bit of overtime coming in so that will cover me and they let the landlord know this gentleman that hey i'll have it on the first i don't have all of it right now but i'll have it on the first and then they're so this is this could be a real situation mm-hmm. sometimes i I have to, I have to put myself in the shoes of the tenants because automatically when we treat it like a business, we, we just assume that everyone's lying Yeah, and things do happen. And I remember specific situations where things did happen with me. I'm going to tell you the difference though, with me and, and with, with everybody else or with you and with everyone else. If that was happening to me, I would call my dad. Mm-hmm. I'd call my mom. I'd call my aunts. I'd ask a buddy for 400 bucks. Like, please, man. I'll buy all the rounds of beer for the next 10 times we go out. I do not want to be late on rent. Mm-hmm. I just got this place and I love it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wait till the night before rent is due and be like, hey, just a heads up. I don't, I'm going to be short 400 bucks. Yeah. Good point. So. I'm playing, I'm playing both sides here. I mm-hmm. wanted to be fair to the tenant, but at the same time, what are you willing to do mm-hmm. to fulfill your obligations? Mm-hmm. And this wasn't just me as a tenant that followed through it was me as an entrepreneur. That's why I said with people like you as well, because you guys are the type of people that get up early in the morning to learn and to better yourself. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, how did we get here? I was just trying to. Remember. Oh, the story. The I know, story. But where did the story come from? Oh, um, if everybody got paid rent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I never know where conversations are going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I have a lot of conversations with people. And, and with that, I have a lot of stories. And these, yeah. these are relatable stories. Um, Ryan's on. Ryan's got a comment. Oh, hey, Ryan. Hey, guys. I just had a quick question for you, and it was timely. I noticed that you seem to um, be very deliberate in saying security deposit as opposed to damage deposit. And do you, uh, do you catch just, me? Do you catch me mis, um, misspeaking a lot? <laughs> well, catching yourself, yeah. So I was just curious um, why why you specifically and intentionally uh, seem to go with the security deposit over damage deposit. You know what? Um, I don't actually have a great, sophisticated answer for you. Because now that you're asking me that, Wayne always asks me, he's like, is it, wait, is it called a damage deposit or a security deposit? I can't remember. And I'm always like, security deposit. I've... But I don't remember when or why I went on that path. <laughs> what, changing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have the answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I called it damage deposit for the longest time. Everybody and their dog calls it damage deposit, but there's a technicality when it's not going towards damages. Yes. You have to call it a security deposit on your lease because as Gabby, Gabby's example, um, why you collect the security deposit up front. Oh Yeah. So if you sell, if you collect the security deposit up front with the lease, signing the lease, and then you collect the the rent, no, sorry, the rent. Oh God, now I'm mixing it up. Uh, there's technicalities. Okay, no, you collect the rent up front and then the security deposit afterwards. Anyways, if you call it a security deposit, um, why am I brain dead right now? It is securing your rental. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't no, know where he's it, going with a, it. There's a technicality, and and now I'm on this. Wow, I'm just messing up today. Um, it has to do with if you call it a damage deposit, you can't use it towards um, rent. Because there's no damages. Yes. You can't use it towards rent. There's a technicality in there and I'm, I'm miss. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to need to look it up today now. 
Yeah, it's sometimes you just put things like this on autopilot and you just and then you don't think about it's it for years. It's been so long, like it's just been mm -hmm. a security deposit for yeah. like almost a decade that it's, I don't even <laughs> This is a big thing in in landlord groups as well online, like the the Facebook groups is don't call it a damage deposit, call it a security deposit um because you can't you wouldn't be able to use um a, a damage deposit towards rent in the events that uh they were behind. You'd have to give it back. That makes sense? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more encompassing <laughs> than yeah. uh, than calling it a damage deposit. Yeah. Even, it's, it's just even it's just a, mentally, it uh, makes them think it goes just towards damage, right? Yeah, and and I can continue to call it a damage deposit. I mean, it's just a word, and that's what I feel comfortable saying. But then at the end of the day, because I'm on a podcast, I have to say it correctly because otherwise, people <laughs> will call it a damage deposit. Um, and I'm also just like, I just pulled up, um, the Alberta website for the landlord and tenants. So not, not the act, but the, um, landlord tenant page on the alberta.ca website. And it's just, it's very clearly referred to as a security deposit. Yeah. Security deposit amount. The security deposit cannot amount to more than one month's rent. So like they are referring, it's, it's a security deposit. Yeah. yeah. So that way you can use it towards rents as well. Unpaid rents. Yeah. Um, good question though. And, and thank you. Um, okay. So, um, sorry, just, I just scrolled down a little bit further here and it says returning, uh, returning a deposit is the section and it says security or damage deposit return conditions. So I guess, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they're just probably addressing that it is, there are two different ways to, yeah. And and security deposit is 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 a better way to go about it doing it. Yeah. It, it, when to encompass everything instead of just damages. And it, it all comes down to when you're in an RTDRS hearing when you're at court. That's the that's the one that you want to cover you the most. Yeah. Um, little things that you add along the way in your journey, and uh, so that's you know you're always protected. This stuff never comes up until until you need it until you need it. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for calling in, Ryan. Appreciate sure. it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, what were we talking about right before that? Oh, about uh, the difference between you and tenants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's um... yeah. So um, and just just because this is a great um, part of the act in Alberta that um, that not a lot of new investors are really aware of when it comes to the end of the tenancy. Uh, we did just make mention of it, but I just want to address it again, that at the end of the tenancy, so we as landlords have 10 days to give them their statement of account, which is, you know, their move, the, uh, um, the move out inspection that, well, they get that at, you know, right when they do the move out inspection, but I always reattach a copy of it in the, mm -hmm. when I send them the full statement of account. So the uh, move out inspection, um, the rent ledger, the security deposit statement, and then anything else. So if there's invoices for, you know, charges that you're deducting. But you have 10 days to send them that. And if you are taking no deductions, then at that time, their security deposit is due back within that 10 days. However, if, if, if you haven't determined what all of the um, charges are going to be, you know, you needed to get cleaning, you needed to do some repairs, there's, you know, some stuff that needs to be replaced. Quotes. Quotes. Yeah, you had to get quote, like, so th at that point, you would provide them with the quotes. And then you have 30 days to see those through, actualize them. Yeah. You know, maybe the cleaning was get less, maybe it was invoice. more. Yeah, get the actual invoices. And you have 30 days then to return the final invoices and the final statement of account and the remainder of their deposit. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, it's due within the 10 days. And so my belief for a long time was that I had to return their deposit within the 10 days based on the estimates that I got. Yeah. And that if there was, um, you know, differences in them after they actualized, that at that point, I would either owe them more money back or they would owe me money. But that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. If it's estimates, you don't need to return the deposit until you've actualized them within the 30 days. So in, in case that wasn't clear for you, I hope that that makes it clear. A reminder that this is for Alberta and to, to check your own. Yes. Um, your own uh, landlord tenant acts for your province or state. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we have a tenant that didn't pay. Yes. You sent a reminder yesterday. Yeah. Reminder rent is due today. We had um, 90% of rents paid. So I did need to send out some emails um, yesterday. Just a, a, hey, just a reminder, rent is due today. Yeah. And yeah, I got all of them in except one. Now, this particular person, I believe, is out of town from what I've heard, working out of town. Yeah, she works three weeks out and is home for one week. Yeah, so it's it's safe to say that perhaps it was just missed. This tenant's been with us for a long time. Uh, yeah, she's a, really a good tenant. she's a great tenant. Yeah. So uh, she's maybe been late once or twice. She's been late once, um, and it was due to job changeover and stuff. And she made it up to us. She not only paid, um, you know, the extra rent for the. Um, we don't charge late fees, but we'll call it a late fee for simplicity. Yeah. Um, she paid that, and she gave us the dates that she would be paid up by. And then in the following months, she always paid like two weeks early. Yeah. Like she she showed. It was like her way of showing us that like I'm good. I'm I was mortified that I wasn't able to have rent to you. Here, I'm I'm good for this. I just needed mm -hmm. that one month to get back on track with my new pay periods and stuff. So we'll give the benefit. Yep. I'll touch base with her today and um, hopefully There will be there will be a quote unquote penalty. Yeah. For being late. Yeah. Um we still need to establish that the authority or, that that's can't happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, to ensure that it doesn't continue to happen. Yeah. We don't want to be the people that, that, um, we don't want to be the bill that is always the last to be paid. Yeah. A lot of people just assume that car payments and credit card payments and utility payments, cell phone payments are all, well, if I don't pay those, it's going to affect my credit. So I'll pay my landlord last because it won't affect my credit. Mm -hmm. Well, there's going to be a cost associated with that. And also it will affect your credit. Yeah. Um, we, we can now, we have resources to, uh, to file that. Um, the credit bureau. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And what else we got going on? We got a couple minutes left. Does anybody else have a question about any of this stuff? Yeah, we went down the, the tenant hole, rabbit hole today. <laughs> uh, that one's an easy one to go down. Yeah, it is. Um, can you explain how to file with the credit bureau? Uh, you know what? I can't because I haven't. But there, we in Canada now we have the uh, Landlord Credit Bureau, uh, which is what it used to be called. Now I believe it's Front Lobby. Okay. Yeah. So they did rebrand um, from something that really made sense to something that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but it is a Landlord Credit Bureau. So yeah, you can um, record on time payments to help build your tenants credit mm -hmm. which is awesome for really great tenants that maybe need help building up cre their credit um, so that's a way of kind of saying like hey thank you for paying your rent on time how about I help you build your credit and report these on-time payments mm -hmm. um, and then also you can record late rent which will negatively impact them so it's a really good ass kicking and saying hey if you're if you're late you're going to um, take a hit on your credit. Don't be late. Or if you have somebody who has, you know, um, done a, a midnight move and maybe you can't find them and they owe you money, um, it's a good, you can shoot them an email being like, hey, this is your last chance to pay up. If you don't, I'm, I'm registering this on the Landlord Credit Bureau and your credit's going to take a hit. Yeah. And collections is going to come after you eventually. Right? Yeah. So it's a good like, oh shit, maybe I should just pay the few hundred bucks that I owe instead of, you know, having it negatively impact me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, um, it, it, you do need to pay a member, uh, membership fee to be able to do that. Yeah. I heard about that. I remember, um, again, we haven't looked into it cause we haven't had to, um, we haven't had to use it. Um, but I've heard I am a lot of on the verge of using it though for our two midnight movers in January and February. <laughs> then let us know how it all goes i will <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it's on that it's on your list but that list is 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 a pretty long list you're a busy lady yeah so um 
in the chat here, PowerJ did mention um, that there's a TransUnion Smart Move product, which I don't know if that's applicable in Canada. I don't think it is because when the Landlord Credit Bureau came into effect here in Canada, it was a pretty big deal for landlords across Canada. So I don't believe there's another product that can be used here. But if you are in the U.S., check out uh, Smart Move with TransUnion. Um, yeah. And I'm going to look into it as well to see if it's applicable in Canada. Yeah. But I think Gabby's right. Um, obviously, different laws. Yeah. Well, um, and this was just like last year or some, or maybe the year before that um, the Landlord Credit Bureau came in. So it was, yeah, a big deal. We were like, holy crap, this mm. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Where does that leave us? This is so rare that like, yeah. normally it's like we're trying to desperately stay within one hour and now yeah. we got like, we're just looking at the clock and there's five minutes left. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Because I don't, I don't want to open up a can of worms no. for five minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's why um, I said, where does that leave us? <laughs> you know what? To be honest, I think for once, you know what? We've given you so much extra time every day. We're always five minutes over. You know what? We're going to take five minutes back. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Gav's got an extra five minutes to get the kid ready for school. Um, you guys, what I want you, I don't know, go do five minutes of stretching. Jeremy has a can of worms for tomorrow. He says in the chat. Wonderful. I, we're looking forward to it. Jeremy. Okay. Give it, give us a little taster. <laughs> give us a little taster of what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. So I can make a note of it. Or just like the, the topic headline. <laughs> do, 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 do. Are you asking me to play the music? No. Okay. I was just playing it for you. <laughs> you know what? I, I see Matt. I see Matt Ledger here. Matt, um, congratulations on your new baby girl. Matt had a fucking hell of a day yesterday. Did he? Matt had a hell of a day. Matt had a baby girl. Congratulations. And Matt also won. Oh, yeah. Free entry into the Rapid, Rapid Cash, Cash workshop Barry and in McGuire. May. He yeah. won like a $4,000, is it three or $4,000 four, $4, uh, yeah, workshop for the Rapid, uh, Barry and Donna's Rapid Cash workshop in May. Yeah. That's a that's one Ho hell of a... Where is Matt? Uh, Matt is in... No. Hopefully, hopefully Calgary, so that he's not abandoning his. He's in wife Calgary. And his yeah, newborn. I wasn't sure if it was Calgary or <laughs> okay, surrounding <good>. Calgary. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he's in Calgary, so it's so nice. you get to go home at night. You're not just like, hey, bye, wife and new baby. I'm gonna be gone for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, they had a little uh, contest, um, Barry and Donna, and and he did it, and he won. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so one hell of a day for Matt yesterday. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, so Jeremy's teaser is AAIP changes and investing with new immigrants. I got to Google AAIP. What the hell is that? <laughs> I was going to say. Listen to my keyboard. Jeremy, you're going to have to call in and be, be the conversation. Atlantic we might Immigration not have Pilot Program. Much input. <laughs> Atlantic Immigration Pilot Program, a step-by-step -step process <laughs> to get nomination. AIPP is a fast-track immigration program that allows employers in Canada's four Atlantic provinces to hire foreign nationals. Dear God, you're really, you're really challenging me tomorrow. <laughs> um, oh, he, so he's looking at the Alberta Advantage Immigration Program. So you looked at the wrong one. Uh, Thank you for the clarification. I'm sorry. So, do they seriously have the exact same? No, you said AIPP, okay. and he's saying AAIP. Wow. <laughs> but the same, same, spelled different, essentially. No. <laughs> different province. Same, yes. same, yes. different yes, province. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, formerly, uh, the Alberta Immigrant Nominee Program is an economic immigration program that nominates people for permanent residence in, residence in Alberta. Nominees must have skills to fill job shortages or be planning to buy or start a business in Alberta. They must also be able to provide for their families. The program is run by the governments of Alberta and Canada. If you are nominated through the program, you may apply for permanent resident status together with your spouse or common-law partner and children. Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship Canada manages applications for permanent residents. The federal government also makes final decisions. So they, again, they have to, must have skills to fill job shortages or be planning. Okay. So, um, Jeremy, I think you're our guest tomorrow. 
I ain't got no time to research this. I'm a busy guy. Um, wow. Yeah, you're going to have to call in and tell us what research you've done. Yeah, you're calling in tomorrow. Um, I want to hear more about this. Um, and investing with new immigrants. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I'm curious about the changes. Yep, you're a guest tomorrow. Okay. It's done. Seven okay. o'clock. Oh, wow. And it's like, wait a second. I'm just going to like drag this out for a few more seconds and I'm going to land right on uh, on one hour, one hour, even 60 minutes. Okay, see you guys. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.